Americans are cleaning up and getting gussied up. Ford launches their new F-150 Lightning pickup, an electrified vehicle. Very cool rig. And stick a fork in the principal and superintendent of a Texas high school. They have no sense of humor. This is Bold Alpha. Greetings and salutations. It is Alpha Dave, your global five-star general and alpha male-in-chief, front and center from Command Center Alpha, and I welcome you to Bold Alpha, your destination for alpha male lifestyle conversation and unabashed commentary. We are not a safe space for wussified beta males. That is... I can tell you, or the enemies of pleasure for that matter. Bold Alpha is presented by Davidoff of Geneva, makers of Camacho and the Camacho Corojo, built with authentic Honduran Corojo to deliver a bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Prepare for the intensity with Camacho Corojo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA, available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Nicaraguan series, loaded with all Nicaraguan leaf from the renowned Aganorsa Farms. The Gurkha Nicaraguan series is the fullest bodied cigar in the Gurkha portfolio, peppery, spicy, and rich, while maintaining absolute smoothness. Add the Gurkha Nicaraguan series to your humidor. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. Well, the fact is, America is starting to live again. We are coming out of hibernation. I talked about it on the last edition of Bold Alpha, that when I walked into the supermarket last week, went into Costco, what a delight not to wear that mask, which causes you to breathe your own exhaled air. You don't have to wear that mask that causes your glasses to get fogged up. You don't have to wear that mask that gets tied up around your ears and leaves marks on your face. And you can actually see what other people look like if they're smiling. This is very important when it comes to hot dames to add to your personal harem. Because when you see somebody that has a mask on, you don't know. I mean, do they have teeth? What's their smile like? Do they have bad acne? You don't know. So now that people are living again... It is a delight to be out of hibernation. That's really what it feels like. And most Americans now are feeling the same way. They are getting out of their cocoons. They're getting out of hibernation. They are starting to live again. The sweatpants, the Lululemon pants for dames, out. What is in? Personal grooming items, clothing. Interesting article, Wall Street Journal, headline, The Great American Cleanup. Deodorant, teeth whitener, fly off the shelves. Everyone wants to look their best. As restrictions ease, stores say sales are shifting away from toilet paper and baking flour to cosmetics and swimsuits. So Americans are starting to clean up and they're starting to gussy up. Vaccination rates are climbing, restrictions on human interactions are easing, even in the socialist Blue states, such as the crumbling empire state of New York, Michigan, Illinois. Now, we've been living in Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Georgia, other red states. We've been living. Now, many supermarkets, of course, still maintained a mask mandate. Restaurants, supermarkets. I have walked in this past week. I went to two restaurants, didn't wear a mask going in. And I didn't see something on the door saying, you must wear a mask. Now, what was interesting is all the employees were still wearing a mask. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. That is, I think, good hygiene. Nothing wrong with that, especially if they're serving and cooking your food. Went into supermarkets. No problem. Went into the mall. It says you have to have a mask, but I saw probably a third that didn't have a mask on. Now, there are still people that are voluntarily wearing masks. If you're not vaccinated, the CDC says, wear a mask. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. Other people that have maybe high risk, even though they've been vaccinated, they choose to wear a mask. 
My mother chooses to wear a mask. No problem. Voluntary. But for those of us that are low risk, that have been vaccinated, it is time to live again. And we are living again thanks to President Donald J. Trump and Operation Warp Speed. If the Dems were in power a year ago, I assure you, we'd still be wearing a mask and hibernating for the next umpteen years. Now, Biden loves to take credit for the fact that, oh, we've surpassed 200 million vaccines. You know, and I know, the credit belongs to President Trump and Operation Warp Speed. Everybody, including phony Fauci, said, you're not going to be able, the vaccines won't be here for years. Not, definitely not before the election, not by the end of 2020, possibly later in the year, maybe 2022. Lo and behold, we're all getting vaccinated. How do you like that? So now vaccination rates are climbing. People are starting to shift what they are purchasing. I'm sure you have as well. I have. I mean, look, I've always been well-groomed. Alphas, we're always well-groomed. Now, personally, I always shave. Now, sometimes on weekends, I'll go a day without shaving. I don't like the stubble look. Just not me. I could never grow a beard. I remember one time I went away for about 10 days, and I figured, okay, you know what? I'm kind of in a remote area. I won't shave maybe for the total 10 days. By the third day, I got in the shower, and I said, I'm done. Need to shave. I shave in the shower. I get that, you know, nice, get my beard nice and soft so you can get messy. You can put your shaving cream. You don't have to worry about it. Just to me, shaving in the shower, much easier. I'm not one of these gents that says I'll only shave every third or fourth day. Nope. This alpha likes to shave every day. And why not? Because when I have a smooth, soft face like a baby's ass, I mean, why not? The dames love to touch it. They're like, oh, your skin is so soft. You just, oh, I can't stop touching your face. Nothing wrong with that. I just like the neatness of shaving. You may be different. That's okay. Personally, I like to shave. I always make sure that I'm properly groomed. Brushing my teeth, deodorant, always wear cologne. Alphas, let me give you a little tip here on Bold Alpha. The number one requested item of women, of their men, wear cologne. Now, I think if I'm not mistaken, like 50% or 60% of men do not wear cologne. Big mistake. If you don't wear cologne, buy a bottle of good cologne. If you don't know what to buy, I'm going to tell you exactly what to get. Get the Bulgari for men. Not the extreme, the regular Bulgari. That's my bread and butter cologne. Because you can wear it in the summer, even in the winter. It smells nice. Now, if you live in a colder climate, you want to adjust to a little bit more of a heartier cologne in the winter. But you can never go wrong with Bulgari. Citrus notes, smells nice, gets stopped everywhere I go. Cannot go wrong. Wear cologne. Women love it. You will get noticed. I'm telling you, I go anywhere. Go to a supermarket, go to a bank. I, airport, women stop me and say, excuse me, can you tell me what you're wearing? I want to buy that for my husband. Or they say, oh my God, you smell so good. Now, I don't douse myself in it, but I like to make sure that you know, within a few feet of me, people can smell that I'm good. I was on an airplane. I'll never forget pre, pre-Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus pandemic. Coming back from Atlanta, smoking hot dame sits next to me, first class. And you know when you're sitting there sometimes, you see someone coming and you say, geez, she's smoking. I hope she sits next to me. I hope I get her instead of some schlump. Well, lo and behold, sits next to me. I have the aisle. I go in, I help her up with her bag. 30 seconds after she gets settled, she looks at me and says, excuse me, do you mind if I ask you what cologne you're wearing? You smell great. I said, no problem. Bulgari. She said, oh my God, it smells so good. It's fresh. It's not overpowering. Boom. Next thing you know, talking with her. Next thing you know, by the end of the flight, have her number, add her to the harem. True story. Wear cologne. Deodorant is a must. So even during pandemic, I always groomed. Even if I'm staying home, I want to shower. I want to shave. I want to smell good. want to look nice. So what are some of the items that are flying off retailer shelves as people reenter civilization? Deodorant, antiperspirant, teeth whitener, perfume nail polish, swimsuits, sunscreen, tuxedos, luggage, alarm clocks, and 
men's prophylactic devices, condoms in high demand. The mayor of Washington, D.C., total zero, announced that bars and clubs would fully reopen in June. People started saying to themselves, they quoted a a woman, 25-year-old political consultant, said, I've got a month to get ready. So he ordered teeth whitening gel, using more facial treatment masks. He's tanning outside. He said, it's going to be awkward meeting strangers again, but you got to look your best. He is correct. So toilet paper, flour, other baking items, out. What is in? Personal grooming supply. Now, the good news, as opposed opposed to the run on toilet paper and uh, other items last year, is that there's ample supplies of deodorant and mouthwash and, yes, condoms. Last quarter, Walmart's CFO said that you can tell masks are coming off. Beauty products, teeth whiteners, big sellers. Interesting factoid. Alarm clock sales doubled in April of 2021 compared to the year prior, same month last year. Luggage sales rose 400%. Why? People want to start traveling. Partywear sales more than doubled. Balloon sales rose 50%. You're throwing a party? You got to have balloons. Partywear, whether it is paper plates, whether it's grilling items, whatever, people want to get out. Macy's, Target, both reported strong sales for the spring quarter, saying that apparel, beauty, and travel products selling well. Apparel products up 60% in the quarter compared with the same period last year at Target. Strong demand for dresses, cosmetics, sun care items, sporting goods, activewear. People are getting out again. The president for North America of Edgewell Personal Care, they make chic. In fact, I switched from Gillette when their commercials dissed alpha males, called us all toxic masculine uh, men, saying we're all guilty of toxic masculinity. I said, screw them. Longtime Gillette consumer, I switched to Schick. Have not looked back. Absolutely love their five-blade system. It's fabulous. Can't go wrong. And it's cheaper. Better blades. In fact, I'm feeling my face right now, and I can tell you, very smooth shave this morning. Mm, fantastic. He said that both men and women cleaning up facial and leg hair, spending more on hair products. Listen, there is nothing worse than seeing a dame with hair under her pits and on her legs. Not sexy time, as Borat would say. Now, interestingly enough, baking goods, cleaning supplies, paper and plastic goods, all early pandemic favorites are falling. Sales of toilet paper fell 18% compared with the same period last year. Baking supplies down 36%. Sales of sexual health products, lubricants, condoms, etc. up 32% for the week ended May 1st. Basically, more men know they're going to get laid and have sexy time. Now, here's what's also interesting. Consumers not only buying deodorants and personal grooming products, but they're paying for higher-end products because they have more disposable income uh, amongst, uh, during the pandemic. The CEO of Native Deodorant, never heard of it, but they are a brand of deodorants and soaps upscale owned by Procter & Gamble. CEO said they're really willing to pamper themselves. They're saying, I'm getting prepared to go out, so I need to start investing in myself. And let's face it, we've all been hibernating the last year. We haven't been traveling. Last time I got an airplane was, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, January, December, Jan- maybe December 2019, January 2020, which is unusual. Normally, I'm on an airplane at least every couple of weeks. Nowhere to go. And frankly, the thought of traveling even today wearing a mask on a plane is not appealing to me. More people driving. I'd rather drive three, four, five hours than get on a plane, have to wear the stupid mask, and go through all the nonsense. What I get a kick out of is that they want you to social distance in the airport, even though you're wearing a mask. Stay six feet away. Signs all over the place. Stickers on the floor. But you get on an airplane and you're, uh, you know, 
eight inches, 10 inches, 12 inches from someone else. Go figure that. Go figure that rationale. But people now are getting out of hibernation. For the last year, people have been staying home. Look, I found myself. I bought a, a wood-fired pellet grill. Love it. I may have made more steaks, more briskets, more ribs, more fish, more items on the grill. Frankly, the only reason to go out to a steakhouse, as far as I'm concerned now, is just for the socialization with other friends. But I, my steaks are far better than Del Frisco. I love Del Frisco. Love Morton's. Love Capital Grill. My steaks are far better at a far better price. Now, when I've had some friends over, what I have said is, I'll make the style grill the steaks, but you go out and get the sides. So they'll get the baked potatoes. They'll get the potatoes au gratin. They'll get the veggies. They'll get the sides from the steakhouses, the lobster mac and cheese. But I will make the steaks. See, it's a fair deal. More people, though, now getting out. Now, the nice thing in Florida where I reside, here in the cigar city of Tampa, is the fact that we have had the ability to go out since last, really last May and June, and eat. Now, many restaurants in New York State, Michigan, they were closed, then they were open, then they closed again. But we have been open fully in Florida, Texas, Georgia, since really last, uh, I would say, last May, June. I had a trip down to Miami. I think it was around the middle of June. Yeah, it was right before July 4th weekend, so maybe around the third week of June. Stayed at a hotel. Went out to lunch umpteen times, went out to dinner a few times. I think it was about a four-day trip. No problem. Everything up and running. So we are getting back to normal life. We're going out. We are living. We are socializing. We are experiencing freedom. We are ramping up our harems to enjoy more sexy time maneuvers. And listen, let's face it. The reality is that if you are single, that during the pandemic, I mean, you had a lot of people saying, I'm not going out, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. And some of the women were like off the chart. Oh, I'll do, I'll do virtual dates. Who the hell wants to do a virtual date? What do I need that for? That's not going to help me for pleasure maneuvers. I want the harem in the bedroom for pleasure maneuvers. So the good news is we are living again, and it is evidenced by the fact that Americans are cleaning up, they're looking sharp, they're dressing well, losing weight. Hey, I know I put on a few pounds during the, uh, the last year. No doubt about it. I have gone, gotten back on the bus, and I am pleased to say that uh, I'm doing it in two swings, and I should be, uh, should be back to where I was, actually less, in terms of prior pandemic. you got to get back, and let's face it, sometimes when you're just, you can't do anything, can't travel, can't go out, you do start to pack on the pounds. So we're all getting out, we're starting to get healthy, we're living again, finally. It is about damn time. And who do I blame for the last year? The Chinese Communist Party bastards, Xi Jinping. And what did I say to you on Bold Alpha? Go back, go back and look at previous episodes from last March, April, May. I stated the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus escaped from the Wuhan lab. Whether it was intentional, whether it was accidental, it was a man-made manipulated virus. And what did people say a year ago? Oh, that's conspiracy theories. You would get deplatformed by Facebook, Twitter. Oh, it's conspiracy theory. Oh, it's typical Republican, typical Trump. If Trump would have said, hey, there's, nope, natural, natural, natural virus. You know what the Dems and the Libstream media would have said? Oh, nope. This was man-made. This was, anything Trump said, the Dems and Libstream media said the opposite. That's fact. And oh, by the way, now, when Senator Cotton was one of the first to call it out, I remember on the same time that I said, hey, we need to be looking at this. Everyone said he's a conspiracy theorist. He's nuts. There's no evidence. Isn't it amazing? Now all the Libstream media, the New York Slime, the Washington Compost, uh, BSDNC, the uh, Crap News Network, they're all saying, oh, now there's a strong possibility. Evidence is there that this was a man-made virus that was released. Even phony Fauci, who said a year ago, there's no evidence whatsoever. Those are ridiculous conspiracy theories. Who, by the way, two weeks ago, 
said to Rand Paul, we're not, we're not funding any gain-of-function research. It's wrong. He was lying. They did it through a third Inter, through an intermediary. So the NIH wrote $6 million in grants to Peter Daszak's organization. I can't remember what it's called. And they, in turn, funded the gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab. Extremely dangerous. Prohibited in the United States. Restricted. But that didn't stop phony Fauci from going the backdoor route. And now he's saying... Well, yes, we should investigate it. There are possibilities. The reality is phony Fauci should be in jail. Phony Fauci should be prosecuted for crimes against humanity. He's lied every step of the way on the pandemic. He's lied about the fact that there are treatments, therapeutics, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, zinc, ivermectin. Lied about it. Refused to acknowledge it. Pushed a, 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 a drug that... Uh, cost $75 million to, oh, correction, more than $75 million to develop, but the NIH and taxpayers funded to the tune of $75 or $76 million, but it requires administration only in the hospital, $3,000 for the, for, the for the treatment, and oh, by the way, it only cuts your stay in the hospital maybe a day, day and a half. The key is to keep people out of the hospital. $20 treatment can do that. So phony Fauci, total fraud along the way. So we're getting back to living finally. Hey, one thing that I should tell you. If you like living the alpha male good life, then you should add to your portfolio of lifestyle maneuvers. In addition to spirits, in addition to travel and golf and gambling and sports, you need to add cigars to your alpha male repertoire. Now, for those of you that are experienced cigar connoisseurs or those of you that are looking to become a cigar connoisseur and enjoy the cigar lifestyle. I have the perfect club for you to join. It is the Cigar Dave Officers Club. I'm known, in addition to Alpha Dave, as Cigar Dave. I have had a long time show on the cigar lifestyle, the Cigar Dave Show, which you can search uh, wherever you get your podcast. Just type in Cigar Dave, two words. And you will see that. If you don't subscribe, you absolutely should, as well to the Bold Alpha podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Tell everybody you know about it. But we have talked and enjoy the cigar lifestyle. And if you've never had a cigar, treat yourself to one. There's nothing like kicking back, lighting a cigar, having a libation, and just relaxing. Reading a book, sitting outside, talking amongst friends. And if you want to learn more about cigars and the cigar lifestyle, by all means, subscribe to the Cigar Dave Show podcast. And also join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Every month, we ship out three different cigars to our members. So for May, those of you that are members of the Officers Club, you will be receiving later this week, they're shipping this week into early next week, the Gurkha Trenta and Gurkha Real. The Gurkha Trenta celebrates Gurkha's 30th anniversary. We'll be getting two of those, two very limited sizes that were only available in the decorative humidors, and only 500 of those were made. You're going to get two Figurado Cigars, two Gurkha Trentas, celebrating Gurkha's 30th anniversary of launching in the U.S. It's a medium-bodied beauty, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. The binder is from Nicaragua, a Corojo 99 seed. The fillers from Nicaragua, a Corojo 99 and a Criollo 99. If you don't know what that means, listen to Cigar Day. I guarantee you will learn everything you need to know about cigars. Essentially, there are different types of seeds from Cuba originally, different types of cigar tobaccos, just as you would use different types of grain or different hops in a beer. You could use hops, say, from Germany, some hops from, from Oregon, from Washington State. Same thing with cigars. They blend various tobaccos as it has various different taste and, and aroma characteristics. So the Gurkha Trenta, a medium-bodied cigar, you get two of those, and the Gurkha Real, mild, creamy, smooth cigar, hints of vanilla, balanced, savory stick that all connoisseurs will find delightful. So that's the May 2021 selection. If you're already a member, you're going to get that shipping out this week. Probably have it this weekend into early next week. So two Gurkha Trentas and the Gurkha Real. And I am announcing today that for June, 
Our selection is a new cigar that hasn't even been launched. It's going to launch late June. Our Officers Club members are going to be amongst the first in the country to enjoy the new Hoya de Monterey Excalibur Black. Beautiful-looking stick. When I tell you this has a beautiful, dark, almost deep chocolatey, dark chocolate wrapper, I am not kidding you. It's a USA Broadleaf Oscuro wrapper. So it is grown in the United States, grown in the Connecticut River Valley. The binder is an Ecuadorian Sumatra leaf, filler, Nicaraguan, and Honduran Lajeros, the strongest part of the cigar tobacco plant. It is an emboldened blend fit for royalty, cloaked in a dark oily broadleaf wrapper, beautiful combination of savory Honduran and spicy Nicaraguan Lajero tobaccos. What is the result? A master class in perfection. It is medium-bodied, smooth, with some nice full flavors on the palate. Excalibur was launched 40 years ago by the great and late Frank Yaneza. The regular Hoya de Monterey Excalibur number 2, natural or Maduro, one of my favorites. Been around for ages. The new Hoya de Monterey Excalibur Black will be just as good. It's going to be a different flavor complexion. Different blend. But our Officers Club members are going to be the first in the country. You will get three of these beautiful-looking Excalibur Blacks. Now, if you're not a member, how do you join? Simple. You go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club. All the information is there. Frequently asked questions, past selections. We'll have the June May selection posted, the June selection. Membership is $22.95 per month. No long-term contracts. If you like it, great. Most people do. If you find, eh, you know, I prefer one type of cigar style or another, or I only like one type of cigar, okay, no problem. You don't want to continue? No problem. No long-term contracts. $22.95 per month, you'll get three of the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. So for May, our members received two Gurkha Trentas and a Gurkha Real lost, uh, launched last year. Beautiful sticks. And for June, our members will receive the brand-new Hoya de Monterey Excalibur Black. You are amongst the first in the country, if not the first in the country, to experience the new Excalibur Black. So go to CigarDave.com right now. $22.95 per month gets you three fantastic premium cigars shipped to you in a Cigar Dave Officers Club Ziploc pouch. You will thank me and you will love the cigar alpha male lifestyle. Wonderful way to add to your repertoire. Cigar, a spirit, a steak, your harem, Great conversational maneuvers, great camaraderie. Life is good. For six decades, Camacho has been working hard to build the best damn cigars around. Perfecting, preserving the authentic Corojo seed, that's the foundation of the Camacho blends. They talk about strength and character, and that is in Camacho's DNA. And so is the Camacho Corojo cigar. Complex, flavorful, no compromises. It is bold, it is rich, it is tasty. And it's built using wrapper, binder, and filler that is grown and harvested in the legendary Hamastron Valley in Honduras. A fifth priming wrapper, deep, dark, rich, three primings in the filler. What you get is a cigar strikingly dark in appearance. Camacho Corojo makes a statement with intensity that's backed up by cedar and earthy notes. A bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Last week, Ford launched their new F-150 Lightning, an electrified pickup truck. Their F-150, the number one selling pickup in the United States, maybe in the world, I don't know, but for sure in the United States. They launched it last week in Dearborn, their headquarters. Watched it on li- uh, uh, live stream. Very, very cool launch. Very cool looking truck. Some really cool things that it does. It's got 12 different power outlets, regular 110 volt power outlets. So if you want a tailgate and uh, bring your pellet grill, you want to have a cooler, you want to have your TV, you want to have power, no problem. Loads of plugs. If you are a contractor and you want to set up some power tools and cut some wood or whatever you want to do, no problem. You plug everything in. It's very, very cool. Here's another little cool thing. You can power your house, the average house, 
for three days. If you lose power, you can you can install a special switch. It's your circuit breaker, and it acts almost as a generator. Very cool. Very cool-looking rig. Now, I got interested in, after seeing this, I said, you know, maybe I'll put a $100 deposit down. In fact, they have reservations for 70,000 F-150 Lightnings already. People put down 100 bucks. It's going to be launched next spring, so about a year from now. Very, very cool. They also announced that they are going to spend $30 billion by 2025 to expand their electric lineup. Now, as opposed to GM, which has said that they are going to go all EV, all electrified vehicles globally by 2035, so they're going to phase out gas and diesel-powered vehicles, Ford is saying, nope, we're going to still offer gas and diesel-powered vehicles, but we are going to also offer our electrified vehicles in our popular models, the F-150, the uh, the uh, Mustang Mach-E, which is electrified. I could certainly see it maybe in their Aviator or their Lincoln Navigator, but they're still going to offer gasoline, as they should. I don't believe GM will go all electrified by 2035. And by the way, remember one thing. If you are eliminating gas and diesel-powered, carbon-fuel-powered engines and cars and trucks from the road, replacing them with electrified vehicles, you're replacing one power source for another. Because remember, to charge those EVs, you still will need to build more power plants. Wind and solar is not enough. What's the number one method uh, and most clean, efficient method of powering, firing up a power plant, an electric power plant? Natural gas, which we have an abundance of in the United States. But now the Obama, Valerie Jarrett, Biden, Susan Rice regime are saying, nope, we're going to cut the pipelines off. But oh, by the way, Russia, you build your pipeline to Germany. Don't worry about it. But pipelines in the U.S. to to move natural gas, nope, we're not going to allow that. They're kidding themselves. You're going to have to massively upgrade the electrical grid, and you're going to have to build many more power stations. That's the fact. So you can say all you want, oh, we're going to have less emissions on the road. Well, guess what? You still will need carbon fuels. They never talk about that. They always seem to forget that magically. So Ford will still offer both. I don't believe GM will, even though they say by 2035, they will go fully with electrical vehicles. I don't believe it. By the way, this F-150, everybody thought the starting price was going to be double the current F-150. No. Starting entry price, $40,000. Loaded to the gills is going to be in the $75,000, $80,000 price range. So I got interested, and I said, you know, that F-150 is kind of cool. Now, I drive an SUV, but hey, that F-150 is so cool, I'd like to explore it. Maybe I'll put 100 bucks down. Maybe I'll buy one. So I did some research. I went online, looked for videos talking about charging stations, you know, trips in electrified vehicles, because my number one concern is, okay, you get 300 miles on a charge. But... Let's say you're traveling from, oh, I don't know, say from Tampa, I'm going to go to Charlotte. Well, I'm, that's more than 300 miles. I am going to need to charge. So how long does the charge take? Where do you charge? How much does it cost? Are there chargers near restaurants so I can grab a bite while the thing charges? So I started doing research. And I go on and find these couple of YouTube videos. And one of them is kind of a car geek. And he does these interesting videos. And he did a trip in a Mustang Mach-E, which is their electrified Mustang, from Colorado to California. And he videoed this thing along the way. It's like a two-hour video. And he shows that you put in your route on your GPS, you know, going from point A in Colorado to point B in California... And it routes you to various power stations based upon your projected power needs. So it's very different than a car. I mean, basically, a car, okay, you get 15 miles to the gallon on the open road. Okay, after 300 miles, the gas station's everywhere. You fill up, takes you five minutes, and you're on your way. Maybe you get some snacks inside. You get some beverages. You get some beef jerky, some chips. You're on your way. No, not so with an electrified vehicle. you got to find the charging stations. And they're different types. 
There are rapid charges. There are massive kilowatt charges. There's all sorts of different power stations. So it routes you to these various. Now, Tesla has built their own network, but GM, Ford have not. There are other companies that essentially have built these power stations along the way where you essentially fill up with, with power. So he shows it, and of course in Colorado it's very mountainous, and when he goes up the terrain it uses more electricity than when you're going downhill. So it says, okay, he's got like 30 miles to go, here's where he goes to stop. So he goes to the first power thing, puts it in, and of course the thing's got to, you know, you got to have an account and it works with your app, nothing happens. He goes to the second one, the second, what it's not a fuel pump, it's like I call it an electrical pump. Plugs it in. Okay, he has some success, but it's only charging at like the medium level. So it's going to take him forever. Then he goes to the third one trying to get the rapid charge. No joy. So he gets enough charge in like 30 minutes to get him, I don't know, like 100 miles or 50 miles, whatever. So then he stops at another place that says, oh, we've got the massive amounts of power. And there's a restaurant. There's a Golden Corral. So he plugs in, goes has his lunch or late dinner, comes back out. And again, the thing only has enough power for like 80 miles. You really have to charge this thing overnight. Now, many hotels are putting chargers in. Many other public places uh, have chargers that while you're working, you can charge it. So after watching it, by, by about 40 minutes in, I said, okay, there is no way on earth I ever want an electrified vehicle to travel long distances. So I call a friend of mine who's got an electrified Porsche. And I said... Let me ask you a question. How do you power up? How do you plan your trips when you're going, you know, more than outside the area? He said, simple. I don't. I rent a car. He rents a gasoline-powered car for any trips more than a couple of hundred miles. He said, I did it once. It, it was not great. He said, if you're going to do a five, 600-mile road trip, unless you plan around the 250, 275-mile mark to stop, for at least five, six hours, maybe longer, you're toast. He said, so the first time he did it, he planned it out so that he would drive 300 miles one day, and he was in no hurry, stayed overnight at a hotel that had a charging station. After dinner, he charges it up, you know, starting about 10 o'clock at night after dinner, and then we left around 8 the next morning. He's got a full charge for another 300 miles. But it is not practical right now. I believe, if you're going to take long trips. What is it great for? You're going to go in town. Okay, so for example, for me, my commute consists of leaving my pleasure palace, heading to Command Center Alpha, our offices and studios. It's like maybe four miles. So if I do eight miles a day, let's say I do 10 miles a day, all right, that's 30 days technically until I need to charge. The reality is probably once a week, no matter what, you want to charge the car. So I could get away with probably... Once a week, maybe once every 10 days, no problem. But if I'm going to go from Tampa, say, to Miami, that's a little different story. I can make it, but I'm going to have to stop probably part of the way and charge up. Now, to go from, let's say, Tampa to Gainesville, Tampa to Naples, you know, that's maybe 170, 180 miles, 200 miles piece of cake. But anything longer than that, it is not practical. So I think we will never get rid of carbon vehicles. What I see happening is many people saying, okay, I want an electrified vehicle. It's great for around town or short driving. But in terms of longer distance driving, I have to have a gasoline or diesel powered car or SUV. So it's not the big panacea that everybody is making it out to be. But this Ford F-150 Lightning, very cool. Would it be cool having and owning? You better believe it. The thought of being able to haul my, my Camp Chef pellet smoker and a little refrigerator and uh, maybe power up a TV and do a very cool outdoor tailgate, very appealing in the new F-150 Lightning. If you are looking to add a full-flavored cigar to your portfolio of cigars to enjoy, I've got the perfect selection for you. The Gurkha Nicaraguan series. It is loaded with Nicaraguan leaf from the renowned Aganorsa Farms in Nicaragua. The Gurkha Nicaraguan series features a Corojo 99 Nicaraguan wrapper, 
dual Corojo 99 binders and Corojo 99 and Criollo 98 long fillers. The result, a super full-flavored cigar with loads of pepper, loads of spice, very rich, while maintaining absolute smoothness the entire time. Try the Gurkha Nicaraguan series. Add it to your portfolio. Add it to your humidor. You will be in for a super Nicaraguan Puro Cigar Treat. Gurkha, the world's finest cigars. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. Finally, stick a fork in the principal and superintendent of Comfort High School in Texas, 50 miles northwest of San Antonio. Forty seniors received two-week suspensions for a prank, their senior prank, sticking plastic forks throughout the football field. Ooh, what a tragedy. That's such a disaster. It is a harmless senior prank. And what happens? That's a funny prank. They took plastic forks, stuck them in the football field. Is that really a big deal? No. And a couple of people went in uh, to the school. They moved some furniture. Not a big deal. They also stuck a, like a, bo- a moose head in the school somewhere. You know, like one of those things you see at a wall, you know, somebody uh, who's a hunter, they get one of those things. There was no property damage, no destructions, no graffiti, no defacing the property, no police reports. So what does the principal and the superintendent do? They suspend half the senior graduating class. 80 seniors, 40 get suspended. Harmless senior prank. The parents knew about it. No big deal. And instead of laughing it off and saying, okay, there's no damage, whatever. The principal, Darren Williams, no sense of humor, clearly, and the Comfort Independent School District Superintendent, Tanya Monroe, also no sense of humor. They decide that they will give them in-school suspensions. Oh, also, the students put a small for sale sign on the school property. Now, that's funny. They put some balloons also in the cafeteria. Again, no damage, no destruction, Nothing. So now the valedictorian, the salutorian, the honor society kids that participated are now being told they may not be able to participate in graduation. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. That is total horseshit. It's a, it's a senior prank. Now, I understand if they would have broken windows, if they would have smashed doors, if they would have taken an axe to the wood doors and destroyed them. I understand that. They didn't. It's a harmless prank. I remember when I was a senior in high school. I get a, you know, I was kind of the ringleader. And I went to a, a school that only had about, I think, 25, 28 kids in our senior class. The headmaster, now you can't say headmaster because it's politically incorrect. Now it's called head of school. But the headmaster calls me into his office and he said, look, I know you guys are going to do senior prank. No problem. He said, but I got a couple of rules. I don't want any destruction. I don't want anything destroyed. I don't want anything damaged. I don't want anything that won't take us more than an hour to get, you know, cleaned up. I said, no problem. And here's the kicker. He gives me an envelope. There's a key on a keychain. He said, here's the key to the building. I'm going to entrust you. You will open the building you will then lock the building. Okay, I don't want anything broken into. I don't want any glass damage. He said, we don't have a problem doing the senior prom, but it's all got to be cleaned up within an hour, nothing damaging or destructive. And our, and our tradition was, it was senior prank that night and senior blow-off day the next day, where we basically went out to the beach, whatever, for the day. So, of course, we organized it, and we had a multiple-pronged attack. But I made it clear to everyone, There could be no damage because I remember my freshman year in high school, the class caused damage. I mean, they did stuff that was way over the top. The headmaster called every parent, made every kid come in, clean it up, and they had to pay for the damage. They went way overboard. So I said to everybody, there can be no damage. We'll have fun. We'll plan this out. So I think we took every – one of the things we did is we took every single desk and chair – that was in the senior, cl- the senior building. It was called Chapin Hall. And I think we went into all the classrooms, which were unlocked. No, I had the key. 
I had the master key. So we went in. We took every desk. And they, they had primarily those chairs that have a little desk attached. And there was, I think, two classrooms that had a separate desk. with their, We took them every one of them out, and we put them on the soccer field, which was maybe a couple of hundred yards away. That was quite a lot of effort. We moved them all outside. And the weather was good, so we knew there wouldn't be a problem. That was the first thing that we did. That was kind of funny. Everybody kind of enjoyed that. Then we, the headmaster lived on campus. We took shaving cream, and we shaving creamed his car. We essentially put shaving cream all over the car, so we'd have to wash the car with a hose, no problem. Then they had some school buses there. Now, this is where we got creative, because even though we didn't have the key, we were able to get into school buses, and I don't know how we did this. We put the school buses in neutral, and we moved it to block the... I don't know how the hell we did that. And we did a few other things, but there was nothing that was destroyed, nothing damaging. In fact, the ne- that was before cell phones. So the next day, I remember that I got a message. My mother said, uh, when you get a chance, call the headmaster. So he called me up and he said, listen, I just wanted to let you know I appreciate you guys were good. Funny. He said, moving all the desks to the soccer field, that was good. He said, by the way, who do I send the bill to the car wash, to you or the class? And it was funny. He laughed about it. We had jokes. I saw him at a reunion, geez, I don't know, about four or five years ago. And he came up to me. That's the first thing he said. Not destructive. These kids didn't do anything destructive. Do we really want to destroy some? Somebody works hard for four years. They do a prank. It's funny. Do we really want to be, do these adults want to be absolute pricks with no sense of humor and stop these 40 kids from participating in graduation ceremonies? Do you even want to make them serve a suspension? It's absurd. They weren't destructive. They weren't damaging anything they were respectful now there's no police reports so clearly if the policeman would have come in there he'd say let me get this straight you want to file a police report because they put plastic forks in the football field okay that's going to be a tough one now here's what's funny one of the parents after this senior prank owns a liquor store updated her store sign to read congrats class of 2021 we're so forking proud exclamation point now that's creative now a hashtag free the forking seniors popped up on social media including facebook posts from different parents free the forking seniors so i say to principal darren williams comfort independent school district superintendent tanya monroe Take the forks and sticks out of your uptight asses and let these kids graduate and stop the suspension. Don't be a bunch of horses' asses because you look like a bunch of schmucks. What has happened in this country when we can't even have fun, can't even laugh? It's a rite of passage, senior prank. We did it. We had a great time. Nothing was damaged in the process. And the next morning, after a senior blow-off day, I went into the headmaster, gave him the key, shook his hand, and he said, you did well. Good job. Funny, but not over the top. And I thought that was good. And, of course, he said, make sure you tell the class thank you. Now, when you can have that kind of relationship with the principal or head of school, that's how it should be. So let's stop with the uptight nonsense. Let's stop destroying kids when they're young for doing something that's funny. I know, if it's funny, it should be outlawed. And especially in the country we live in today, political correctness, you can't say this, you can't laugh at this. I say, fuck all that. I am politically incorrect. I don't care about... Don Rickles to me today, I think, even though some people would say, ooh, Don Rickles, look at what he said, people still laughed. Every You name it, he picked up after everybody. Italians, Puerto Ricans, blacks, Chinese, Asians, Oriental, Jews, uh, uh, Greeks, you name, he went after everybody. Everybody, every religion, every ethnicity, and everybody laughed because he essentially exaggerated people in real life. But today, nobody's got a sense of humor, especially a lot of these kids coming out of college. They've been indoctrinated with Marxist and socialist radical philosophies. They're afraid of their own shadow. Anything you say to them, they're offended at, and they can't take a joke. They have no sense of humor. 
They can't even communicate. All they do is text. They can't look at you in the eye and have a conversation. How freaking pathetic is that? Let's have fun. Let's enjoy ourselves. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Lighten up, my friends. Lighten up. As alphas, we've got great senses of humor. It's the betas, the enemies of pleasure, the libs, the socialists, the Marxists. They're just uptight. I saw an interesting, somebody said, this is hysterical. Somebody just sent this to me yesterday. And uh, it, it is an image, let me find this, where it's three glasses of water. They're all filled up halfway. So on the left, it says, optimist, glasses half full. In the middle, pessimist, glasses half empty. Leftist, water is racist. That pretty much sums it up. Enjoy life. As alphas, we know how to enjoy ourselves. We have great senses of humor. We love cigars. We love spirits. We love grilling. We love camaraderie. We love conversation. We love to enjoy life. It's a very simple game. Enjoy. Smile. Laugh. I pity those poor bastards that are miserable in their lives. The betas, the leftists, the socialists, the Marxists. And every time I see how miserable they are, I never let it interfere with my happiness, and neither should you. Don't forget, check out the Cigar Dave Officers Club. The May selection going out later this week, two Gurkha Trentas and the Gurkha Real. And June just announced it today, the brand new Hoya de Monterey Excalibur Black being launched the end of June. Our Officers Club members will be the first in the country to enjoy this beautiful, medium-bodied, rich, tasty treat. It is a beautiful-looking cigar, and you will be the first in the world and country to enjoy it if you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club by going to CigarDave.com and click on Officers Club. Make sure you join. It's all part of the Alpha Male lifestyle. Alpha Dave, your global five-star general, Alpha Male in Chief. We enjoy ourselves. We smile. We laugh. Because why? We're happy. We're not miserable. And I leave you with one final important phrase. Live it up. Live it up.